You just be in bed and you start screaming, I'm a yeah. turtle! I'm a turtle! <laughs> so put me in the bathtub! I'm dry! I'm dry! Mom! Mom, I'm drying out! You have to be wagoned everywhere in an aquarium. Mom, I'm drying out! Put me in the bathtub! Put me on TV! I can't open the door! series of crazy would you rather questions we get into the psyche of our guests and explore topics and questions that maybe shouldn't have been explored today my question for you listener from a list of a thousand questions you can submit questions suggestions at me at 1k crazy questions at gmail.com or at 1000 crazy questions on instagram that's one zero 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 on instagram and now i'm on twitter that's 1k houston pierce on twitter so at me if you have a problem with me or if you want to i don't know Join the show or whatever. Your social media username will get a shout out. As always, if your question makes an episode and you want just to reach out and do this community thing and just, you know, talk back and forth, go on Instagram, DM me. Please rate and follow 1000 Crazy Questions on podchaser.com. More about that at the end. Uh, podchaser.com is where you find podcasts like this one. It's like the IMDb of podcasts. It's a great place to find new ones and so on. All right, cool. Without that intro out the way, I'd like to introduce my two guests this week. We have, well, first up, Nathaniel. He's an up-and-coming musician, singer, and cosplayer. And Daniel, a computer scientist, Marine from Okinawa, Japan, if you guys wouldn't mind introducing yourselves a little bit to the audience. All right. I'm Nathaniel. I'm a student at CU Boulder from Manila, Philippines. And thanks for having me on. I'm from Okinawa, Japan. I also go to CU Boulder with Nathaniel, and uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, so... I straight have said I'm... Do it one more time. <laughs> I'm from Okinawa, Japan. <laughs> it would be really funny if we just cut oh, that did out. Did I do it again? We cut it that again. out. <laughs> if we cut that out and just have the robot voice go... No. <laughs> I'm just going to squeak out your name like I'm... I'm just going to do that. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna name say, we're gonna keep all this to it. <laughs> I might keep that name redacted part. Okay, you want me to go again? Go again. All right. What's up, everyone? I'm Daniel. I go to CU Boulder with Nathaniel. Thanks for having me on. Cool. <laughs> nice to have you on. All right. Now I'll do the rules of the game. There are two rules to this game slash conversation. Rule number one: you must always answer the question. No matter what, if you have no preference towards one or the other, you say the phrase flip the coin, meaning that each choice is 50-50 to you and that one is neither worse or better than the other. But that rarely happens, so it may not get used. Rule number two, whoever asks the question doesn't have to answer it if they choose not to. These rules exist because as the questions become harder to answer, the rules become harder to follow. This week we have a ribbon episode, so the questions asked may or may not be too family friendly, and um, this is kind of your official warning to leave if you don't want to stay with this episode but it's okay if you do that we have blue episodes out those are pretty much pg ones where there's appropriate questions asking them but this one it might get a little crazy depending on our guests and the questions i ask quick but important disclaimer to listeners also everything is hypothetical no hard feelings you have been warned nathaniel and daniel i just want to remind you if you have questions for me or various questions i just asked this is a conversational podcast, so just interrupt. Let me know. You know, you, this is fact, it's not even interrupting. 
Gotcha. And lastly, lastly, Nathaniel Daniel, before we begin, is there anything that you'd like to ask or declare? Are there any inherent slash mental biases you know you may have? Not in particular, no. Yeah, no. You'll find out if I do have any. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, that's what we're digging for. We'll explore that together. Here we go. Question number one. Would you rather have Thor's hammer, the first one, not the the second one, or have the uh, neuralizer from Men in Black, you know, the thing that makes you forget memories? Hmm. So I'm not familiar with uh, the powers of Thor's hammer, so what, what are the assumptions we're making? Because if I... If Thor's hammer were to be in front of me right now, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do anything with it. Um, I'd pick it up, or I'd try to pick it up, and it wouldn't move. Well, when I say you have it, I mean you're the one who's worthy of it now. Okay. And no one else is. It's like, Let's say the, the writing changes from whoever is worthy of the power of Thor. It's like whoever's worthy of the power of Daniel. You know, it's, just, <laughs> it's specific now. Okay. I think I'd still go with the neuralizer. Because if I had Thor's hammer... Does it make you invincible? No. 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 I think you just fly by throwing it, but if you're just a normal human, then probably just rip your arm off. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think I'd attempt a superhero landing and break the lower half of my body. Yeah. And I don't think that'd be very good. Don't don't, don't superhero land. (laughs) Even superheroes shouldn't superhero land. Bad for your knees. Yeah. And even then, like, if you had Thor's hammer, you'd you'd be hunted down by someone. You won't last long. Well, just don't don't flaunt it, you know? Just <laughs> keep it in the backseat of your car. Then, then, then we won't have having it. When evil turns around, <laughs> shows Spike up on right. your door, and then you get shot. Because <laughs> you're just the, the hammer dude. really fast. This is my home defense hammer. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you think about it, like the hammer, you you basically just you'd break shit. That's hey, but that's a hell of a hammer, right? I mean, it sure is, but. You call like, lightning. Yeah, you could just break shit. That's about it. That's an awesome. Th- don't underestimate that. You could. There's a lot of stuff you could break. Yeah, but then like if you can like make people forget anything, not only forget anything, but you can make them believe anything. Yeah, like, I don't know. That seems a lot more powerful. Yeah, you could kind of make them believe anything. Like you know, you wipe their memory and then and tell, you them, tell them some random story and they yeah, believe but it. For it's a gonna have to be a realistic story. You can't right, just, right. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Does it have to be though? It always seems to be in the Man Black movies. They don't tell anything. Just as equally crazy you know right right but what are the effects of like if if i told someone like yeah you grew a third arm like would they believe it or would they believe it up until they realize they didn't like how long does that how does that work you know i think they just believe it unless other something tells them that they shouldn't i mean if you tell me you have a third arm you know and they look and it's not there yeah (laughs) okay so for the sake of the question i think that's a good assumption yeah Uh, okay so it's got to be a realistic truth. You can't yeah. just like lie to someone straight up. They'll still find out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I, I think I'd still take that. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's nowhere near as powerful yeah. as Thor's hammer, but it has a lot more utility. Right. Like, like it's something I could see myself using day to day life. Yeah. What if you had a nuke in your basement? What are you going to do with that? It's very powerful. Can't do much with it. You can make threats to other countries. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they get shoot it confiscated. You. Yeah. <laughs> Use a VPN. <laughs> yeah. Move on to our sponsor. Move. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You beat me to it. <laughs> All right. Oh, that one's explored. Next question. Would you rather be homeless perpetually? You're never going to get out of being homeless. All right. You could live with some other person, sleep on their couch, their basement. It doesn't matter. But you're never going to have your own home ever. Or be rich 
but hated by everyone. It doesn't matter who they are. Your mom, your kids, your dog. No one likes you. I think I'd rather be perpetually homeless. Really? And I don't even think that's particularly a bad thing. Okay. You could live your life like Buddha and kind of live possession-free, free of all the consumerism of the modern day. And I'm getting a little too serious here, but... Go on. It'd be kind of fun to just live out in the woods. I mean, I say that now until that actually happens, but I guess I also spent a part of my life practically homeless, <laughs> and that wasn't too bad. Whereas if I were to be rich and hated by everyone, that'd be a lonely life, man. Wouldn't yeah. be too fun. Plus, I'm not really into the whole having a lot of money thing. What are you going to do with all that money? I don't know, man. That sound. Whenever when someone says I'm not into having money, I look at them a little bit different. It's like, <laughs> you're telling me if I didn't slip you, like if right now if I had you up like a million dollars. Well, if it's free, why not? Yeah, but, but I'd probably yeah. end up giving it away or something because I know a lot of people are really into the whole materialistic thing, but I also know that the more possessions you own, the more that becomes your baseline, your baseline of wealth to where you become used to it. And you're not any happier than you were, well, granted, if you don't have a house or food, if you can't, if you don't have your basic needs met, yeah, then you, you want that. But beyond that, all you're doing is making yourself more used to having more possessions and not really being that much happier. Hmm. That's true. This question, honestly, is a bit of a, a tune up on that age old, would you rather, would you rather have money and be sad or poor and be happy? I don't like the way that question's phrased, mm-hmm. so I try to put more, um, specifics into this one so this one just kind of says you're homeless but you can still have a job if you wanted to you could technically provide for yourself enough if someone wants you to live somewhere for free and um the rich one it doesn't say that you're sad automatically it just means people don't like you if you like being alone you could technically live with that second option you know it's not too much of a of a curse people can live in solitude well, yeah. I like having friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. Happiness comes from your social interactions. And if you if you kind of have to live with the burden that no one likes you, then that weighs on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree 100%. That whole, that whole thing, too. I mean, I could, yeah, I could live off friends' couches and stuff like that. I mean, as long as, as long as I have friends, you know, I mean, I could live out my car and travel around, like, I don't know, making jewelry or something out of my out of my workshop yeah. van or something i, I don't know it, and figure something out like you said it doesn't imply that you have no job mm-hmm. a lot of people just commute everywhere travel the world and work remotely and they're definitely happy doing that sort of thing that's true but those yeah. people usually have some base home to come back to yeah that's yeah. true but you can make it work i think true yeah be an adventurer go mm-hmm. explore the world out of a backpack or something yeah yeah you guys have kind of chosen the uh What's the word? Noble answer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Well, you're I'll, asking two Asian men. We're both, you know, I mean, we're both from Asia. And <laughs> what, honor means something to you? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, actually. No, no, no. I hold, yeah. <laughs> I definitely hold myself to that standard, and that's, even, that's not even a joke. I think a lot of people who grew up here kind of spent their lives looking at magazines and TV thinking my pursuit is to live in a mansion or have a lot of money and that's that's not something i can really get behind yeah yeah i mean i spent a good portion of my life in in my childhood as well like living off people's couches and and that sort of thing you know having like going between a bunch of different homes and and different cities like in the philippines and so like for me you know i i mean that doesn't sound so bad got it (laughs) 
I mean, I kind of agree with you guys. I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> I'm just trying to make Devil's it advocate. <laughs> Always. You got to make it a little more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Would you rather, from now on, start collecting your pubic hairs into a like a sandwich bag and carry it around with you wherever you go for the next uh, 50 years, by the way, or text everyone in your phone an update that you're going to have to stick to that you have caught herpes, hepatitis, and chlamydia? It's just a massive text to literally everyone in your phone. What's so bad about the bag of pubes? I mean, you don't got to go <laughs> flaunting it to everyone. No, you don't. Yeah, but you have to take it with you everywhere. <laughs> oh, wait, shit, you does, it does add up. And are we talking about pubes that fall out, or are we talking about every time you shave it? Shave. That's going to add up. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Every time you shave. You're, at first, you're going to be like, oh, this is okay. But in 25 years, it's going to be a curse. You're going to have a... a it's going to be genuinely... Can, can, can I just, like, stop shaving? You're going to be like Santa, but with a bag of pubes. <laughs> What's the bag you always carry? Don't forget. What bag? This is... Uh, yeah, you start off, Nothing. you know, first, first, first year or two, you're fine. You just got a bulky pocket and... And then, you know, you got to start wearing cargo pants everywhere you go. And the next thing you know, you're carrying a, a messenger bag with you and you upgrade <laughs> to a backpack and then it's a rucksack. And next thing you know, you're dragging around a black trash bag and it's like, when does it end? <laughs> I don't know about you, but black trash bag. <laughs> All right. Burlap a- sack. Okay. How about that? <laughs> maybe like, maybe it's a rice sack. I don't know. One of those 50 pound ones, you know. Does it get heavy? It probably would. This well, I mean, next 50 years. You'll get a strong back for that. Yeah, it's a workout after a while. When, and when do you get to, does it have to stay on your body the whole time? Uh, yeah, girl, just, you, you just take a, it with you. If you have a girl over, do you have to like, have, you have to I cuddle mean, with it or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, not on your body. It's like on your person. So if you go out, it has to be with you. If you're at home, I guess you can sit it in your bedroom or somewhere close and intimate you know like you know like you know exactly where it is at all times in the pube drawer <laughs> in the pube closet exactly it's like that you guys you guys are thinking about the second one you don't actually catch the diseases you're just telling yeah. everybody yeah i think i'd rather go with that honestly telling everyone that you have hepatitis like, herpes chlamydia yeah who's gonna care like my girlfriend's going to break up with me, but it's not exactly the end of the world. Whereas the bag of pubes is kind of the end of the world. <laughs> what are you going to do exactly. with that? Just, like, tell your girlfriend, like, you know, it's baggage. Like, hey, so it was either this or tell everybody. Oh, so you can tell them you don't actually have it. What do you mean? The like, text? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to just tell everybody, yeah. And you have to kind of commit to it, but you don't have this, no. No, yeah, yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, like in Daryl's case, is like, yeah. oh, my girl was going to break up with me. You mm-hmm. could just tell her, like, hey, I don't actually have this shit. There was, like, a, a thing I had to do. You probably could. You just got to convince her, you know, as to why you sent that massive text to everybody. <laughs> I think I could slay that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And even so, you, can't, you said you have to follow through with it. Yeah, follow through as in, you know, don't back out immediately. Oh, immediately. Like, you can't just, like, you can't send a follow-up text, like, someone took my phone, you know? Oh, I see, I see. I was thinking, like, you'd be with a girlfriend, and she'd pull your pants down, and you'd, like, shove cottage cheese down there and make it look like you have chlamydia. Oh, God. (laughs) You don't have to go that far. You have to make it real convincing. Oh, God. It's creative. (laughs) No, you don't have to go that far. You could, like, you could probably tell everyone in person who asked you, like, 
What was that about? Like, oh, I had to come do that. You know, yeah. you can't jump out immediately. Is the is the catch? Yeah, that's, that's most that's definitely bad. better than the bag of pubes. I think the worst part about it is honestly like work employers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, true. If I were to text, if I were to text my employer <laughs> that I have all those diseases, he'd be more. He, I don't think he'd really care. He'd be more like, "Why did you let me know? Why did you tell me that? Yeah, he was more personal. He'd yeah. be like, "Dude, I'm sorry, but." Or, like, contacts from years ago. <laughs> True. Like, I don't plan on having sex with you anytime soon, so I don't uh, I don't know why you felt the need to disclose this. True. I don't know. It's, it's nice to let your friends and family know what you're going through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially in the, this age where people are... Yeah, my, and my, well, my ex-supervisor from two years ago, and I'm just like, hey, dude, so I got chlamydia. And... <laughs> How would you react if someone just made a Facebook or Instagram post where they're just like, Oh, I have herpes, chlamydia, all this stuff. Hepatitis. <laughs> I'd try not to think too much about it. <laughs> I'd be impressed, honestly, the sheer balls. Uh, yeah, that takes. I'd, I'd probably assume that they were just kidding around. Yeah, you yeah, have a point, actually. The fact that you decided to send a mass text to everyone, you know, like, I guess logical people would be like, ah, oh, there's no way this is real. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, this doesn't make sense. Maybe someone, like, maybe as a condition where he has to just tell that's what I would think. I think we've talked okay, about, so about the, pubes, though, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I love this subject. <laughs> oh, this one's more open-ended. What is more powerful? A common enemy or a common love? Like, what brings people closer together? Hate or love? I, don't know, I can't speak for everyone, but definitely love for me. Okay. Like, if, if me and my friends just all hate someone, we usually just ignore them and make fun of them. That's pretty close, right? It brings yeah. you guys. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Sure, but but if we all like someone, you know, we make it a point to like, I guess, like gather up and be there for them and do things for them and and you know that sort of thing. The same can be said for hey, you know, gather up plans, you know, make plans to hurt that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not that devious. Maybe someone someone else feels that way, but uh, I, don't I don't know. I think I know a few people who think that way, but I think I'd agree in that love is much more powerful. Okay. Sure, one hundred percent. Especially uh, my time in the military, you'd think that there's some sort of big baddie that we're all after, right? You look at these fantasy novels and there's like Sauron, there's mm-hmm. Voldemort, there's these big baddie people. Yeah, and they bring in, people together. They bring they bring people together in fiction. Mm-hmm. I think in reality, it's, it's, it's kind of odd because Harry Potter has that whole love brings everyone together, like corny theme to it. But it's kind of, it's kind of how it is in real life. In the military, there's no big baddie. There's opponent factions that we kind of have to take into account. But that's not really anyone's motivating factor. Yeah. Motivating factor is not letting anyone around you down. The friends you make along the way, the guys that you know you're going to have to risk your life for and vice versa. And I think that sort of thing definitely brings people to not only bring them together, but also improve themselves for those next to each other. Okay, okay, I hear that. I, I agree, but hear me out. <laughs> if aliens came to Earth tomorrow, you know, we are really divided right now, as a country, as a world. But when another species comes in, and like, and let's say they're not friendly, we're really going to have to work together. And like, even if we don't like it or like each other, it does improve ourselves. It does, it does make us overlook differences to ultimately improve our... It doesn't have to be evil necessarily but something strange something unknown 
causes people but to you know get together. Is it because they we hate the aliens, or is it because we value our lives? Yeah, that's a good point. Both, but also it's like there's a basic of them versus us. They are mm-hmm. really aliens, you know, yeah. and we don't know a lot about them. We know a lot about us, and out of fear, even because you know fear becomes a motivator at that point. You have to work with that person. Like if uh, what if like if you're with a bunch of strangers and you're at a party or in some kind of building, I don't know, and the lights shut off, so everyone gets all quiet. People become instantly more friendly to each other if they didn't before. You know, being scared makes people automatically kind of click. Oh, not from my experience. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes people try to protect their own self-interest and everything. But as a whole, I think if a threat big enough presents itself, everyone's going to get together. I still think that, you know, sort of unity through, like, opposing some sort of, you know, big bad threat like that, That's that, that has more to do with the fact that you want to protect your fellow man and yourself and your your home rather than yeah if, but, you know yeah. if aliens landed tomorrow i really wouldn't give a shit how different they are or what they look like i'd, I'd give <laughs> they were awesome fuck those aliens i hate them no but i wouldn't i wouldn't hate though. i wouldn't hate them because they're hostile i would you know i would want to defend myself and defend you know the earth or whatever yeah, yeah. because because interest. they're hostile common interest you love earth so does that guy you hate he loves earth you know common interest but then that's not hate uniting people. That's yeah. the love uniting people. I think a love like, of Earth? Hmm. Yeah. Or anything, really. I think a more relevant scenario wouldn't be an alien invasion, but if we were to come across, like, let's say, an alien planet that we have the capability to attack, okay. would we attack it or would we let them be? I feel like that's a whole different, like, bag of beans. I don't know what the, what the expression is. I think it's, <laughs> it's a whole different topic, honestly. That, that becomes a political issue. Yeah. As to whether or not we should even interfere. If we if we hate the aliens, and I'm sure we'd attack them. If we didn't, then we'd leave them be. If they attacked us, then that surely means that the reason why we fight them is because we wanted to preserve ourselves, not because we wanted to wipe them out. Hate would be us trying to wipe them out. Love would be us trying to defend ourselves. But if they're just on a planet doing nothing, then they're not really, you know, a threat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would think... You need like a bunch of other details to make a good decision on that mm-hmm. one, I think. Yeah, but you do have yeah. a point in that if they attack us, then I'm sure that everyone has their own motivations. Some people want to preserve each other. Other people maybe saw a loved one be killed by the aliens and they want revenge. Yeah, there you go. that's a good point. That's very personal. It's a good scenario to put out. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, love and hate are like coins of each other. You can't really have one without the other. So yeah. I feel like you kind of made a good point when you said, That'd be love of Earth instead of hate for aliens. Because they would both tie together. I think think that's a good point. I'm moving on. All you need is love. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have to feed... Wait, do you guys have animals? Do you guys have pets? You just saw my dog walking. Yep, you have a dog. (laughs) Okay, well, this is going to be easier for you to answer than you. But uh, would you rather have to feed your pet your blood to keep it alive? You guys is a little shop of horrors. Um, I've heard of it. The Feed Me Seymour stuff? No. 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 Okay, well, there's this plant that drinks blood. <laughs> Just like straight up to live. But, all right. Or have to be the submissive in any relationship that you are in. Wait, what? You have to be the submissive of any relationship that you are in. I mean... Oh, oh I also... I think... Hold on. Into this part, and we're a leash in public. 
<laughs> okay. And okay. That's that's yeah. that changes it up. A and we're really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, with, only when you know your other is there. Otherwise, you don't have to wear the leash. But you know, if you're out with her, that leash. Okay. Well. Okay. So on one <laughs> hand, we're talking about harvesting blood. Yeah. From yourself. Yeah. To feed your pet mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we're talking about public embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, the whole submissive dominant like. Yeah, that, that's dynamic. Personally, I right. am, yeah, I that's what made the the full question that leash part. Yeah, I, right. Like personally, I mean, I I don't really, I've never really had a submissive dominant relationship, and you know, I feel like usually it's just like treating your uh, significant other as an equal. Okay. I mean, if we're talking like sexually, then maybe I don't know, but uh, in every way, I we were talking just, about every relationship, <laughs> including work relationships. I did write any, so yeah, that would matter. Oh, yeah, I, I, think, I think a hierarchical kind of structure in a work environment would be more fitting than your actual relationship. Right, yeah. That just makes it harder because you're going to walk around. <laughs> Are you going to let your boss walk <laughs> you on a leash? It's <laughs> <laughs> just, you're just the boss, right? Uh, you're just <laughs> everyone's pet. Yeah. Let's say this is just with like any romantic person, like your girlfriend or wife, would need a leash. But mm. I'll, I'll take the boss off. <laughs> That's a little too much. That doesn't. That makes it uneven. We have a pretty attractive boss, so I mean, hey, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's always easy walking the street. Makes sense. Yeah, if I had a pet, I think. I mean, what 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 sort of. Dose, are we thinking? What, what kind of pets are you into? I don't know. Pick your ideal oh, pet. I want a possum rabbit. Right. I want a possum. Feed your rabbit <laughs> blood, man. <laughs> you just to pick the pet. It's, just, it's yeah. gonna have to. It's gonna need I'm blood. Sorry. If it's a rabbit, then it's gonna be small. So I don't need to feed it a lethal dose of blood. Yeah, I'm sure your dog would need a lot more than just a little. Oh, bit. Right, yeah, especially yeah. your dog. Right? <laughs> yeah, pretty medium sized dog. Yeah, she's about she's about sixty pounds. Yeah, no, she could definitely mm-hmm. consume a lot of blood. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be yours necessarily. If if we're talking hypothetical pet, can I get a hamster? Like, <laughs> you already have a pet. You're locked in. Fuck, <laughs> oh, you got to choose. <laughs> but you're saying it could be anyone's blood. I just said blood. Does it have to be your blood? Can it be an animal's blood? I mean, you're gonna kill an animal. Just so I have to har- I have to harvest it myself. Is that the catch? I mean, I guess if you're, because your family's here, so like they can help you do that. I guess. I just get, no, I mean, if I just get like a pig carcass or something and just drain the blood out of it, oh. feed that to my dog. I guess go to your local uh, <laughs> farmer's market, pick up a pig car- carcass. Yeah, I guess. Or, or they even sell like <laughs> bottled pig's blood because some people like cook with it. So I mean, you you probably need to like get good blood for your dog. Yeah. I was thinking of animals in the backyard, and then I immediately thought rabbit. I mean, you can be disease blood, though. Like, you probably don't want to pick up any strange blood. You know, your blood is healthy. You like, you know your blood is good, but... I'm still not going to give my blood to my dog. <laughs> don't, disease, don't disease your dog. If I had saying. if I had the option, I'd take a nice, healthy pig. Like, one that I'm going to eat, too, you know? All right, yeah. Eat that pork. As long as you know that like, pig is we're healthy. Both, yeah, yeah we're, we're both going to be eating out of the same animal. I think yeah. that's perfectly acceptable. Technically, you know, it's the same deal with water. You know, find clean water to feed your pet. Find clean blood to feed your pet, you know, I, that's, I mean, that's a lot better than have everyone walk me on a leash. Or I guess, uh, no, I, we specified <laughs> it was rom- romantic partners, yeah. yes. Yeah. Or you could just not have a romantic relationship. <laughs> I mean, that's, very, that's a big question, yeah. What if, what if your pet dies? You have to get another one? Oh, oh but 
But then I guess you can your save your blood, it. but never <laughs> your girlfriend breaks. It. You have no choice at that. You can't even participate. <laughs> there you go. No girlfriend, no pet. You just eh, there are ways out of these. <laughs> hey guys, quick announcement here. This episode's been on hold for a while. Finally, happy to release it and. Just a few things to update before it gets to the end. So the Patreon is up. There's not too much stuff on it just yet. We're still working on that. Finally have some time to finally get some time into it. But tier number one is $2 a month. That gives you bonus content, different reviews, the Would You Rathers, unreleased episodes, stuff like that. Tier number two gets you on the show as well as everything bonus plus a little bit extra bonus. There's more info on the page and uh, reach out for more information. All that's yet to come. This episode's old, so just excuse that because it's not mentioned at the end. And I'm gonna stop interrupting myself and just give it. And we're back. Yep. But okay, final answers. What are you guys picking? Blood. 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 You don't like leashes that much? Blood. Blood and leashes. Blood and leashes. Can I pick both? <laughs> if that's what you're into, I guess. I don't know. Would you rather? Wake up tomorrow and be uh, a turtle who can talk. <laughs> or uncontrollably scream as loud as you can every time you feel horny. For as long as you're horny. So like, this doesn't even... I already do that. <laughs> like, you, said, you said hook into a stream and yell for as long as you're horny? Oh, no, uncontrollably scream, sorry. Uncontrollably scream, okay. Yeah, so just when you are like, I'm... Aroused, you know, just <laughs> you have to announce it. You're not just screaming to yell, so everyone has to know. I mean, when you're just, your volume's just going to increase. It doesn't matter what you're saying. Oh, it doesn't matter what, you're what if I just don't talk? I just have to yell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're already talking about something and then suddenly you're always, ah, you know, it, just, it amplifies. Make for a lot of awkward lectures. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes I'm thinking about something else. You know, I'm sitting there and it's just. It interrupts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yelling. I mean, I guess now that we're in Zoom calls all the time, I just mute myself, <laughs> and everyone just sees That's me in the webcam going. <laughs> That's actually a very smart answer to this. Um, we're just—I uh, don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a turtle. No. What's wrong with turtles? Well, you wouldn't be able to do nearly the amount of things that you normally would do but you can talk you're a talking turtle yeah but talking is like talking's like the only thing what well, i can i can swim longer now. you're a modern miracle you you've turned into a turtle like well what kind of turtle are we talking yeah oh that's a good question all right i was picturing like a pet store turtle so something like like a red eared slider red eared red eared slider how yeah. long do they live uh like six to ten years yeah i don't want that. <laughs> i'd like to live longer than it could that. be wrong but around that much well, I don't know. If there's a turtle that lives longer, I guess you could take that turtle. The tortoise. Yeah, one of those tortoises. Time. Yeah. Not a tortoise. That's different. Tortoise. Oh, it's got to be a turtle. Being a sea okay. turtle would be horrifying. <laughs> Imagine being stuck in the ocean. But you, you wake up in your bed, things. by the way. You're not, you just... Oh, I die. You'll yeah. talk. <laughs> you die. <laughs> what do you mean you die? I'd immediately die. Sea <laughs> <laughs> turtles can breathe air. Oh, they can. Oh, yeah, you're right. Don't they you do. Out and die. Yeah, they would dry out and die. So I wouldn't immediately put you in a bathtub. (laughs) You'd be in bed and you start screaming, I'm a turtle. turtle. (laughs) Put me in the bathtub. (laughs) I'm dry. dry. Mom, mom, I'm drying out. You'd have to be wagoned everywhere in an aquarium. Mom, I'm drying out. Put me in the bathtub. Put me on TV. I can't open the door. You'd be overnight sensation, though. You're the first legit talking animal. I mean... 
Hey. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty happy with my life. I wouldn't want to be a talking turtle, <laughs> yeah, even if, if I'm famous. You're going to make the talk show circuit, man. You're going to You're going to Trader Joe's and someone's going to have to put a leash on you. Because <laughs> you're a pet. So, you're so an animal. And then you're going to have to eat blood. Full circle. We're, we're stuck on leashes drinking blood. <laughs> yeah, because I'm someone's pet now. I feel like this one is fair, guys. I feel like this one's very even. <laughs> I don't think so at all. What, you either scream as loud as you can? Yeah, I think, yeah. I, think I would. Yeah. Wow. I do that sometimes anyways. So Yeah. You know, when you just when when the feeling is right and you just, just gotta yell. Just get it out. Don't bottle up those feelings. They'll yeah, come out man. later eventually. Yeah, what if I just already become like a friend? I don't I think you could you could kinda <laughs> coast for a second. For someone trying to find someone, it'd be very off-putting. Just, so, did you have a good time? Did you? Thank you. It's he's not just, gonna... he's just asserting himself. Yeah. <laughs> Women like a man who's assertive. Knows he what screams he wants. uncontrollably at restaurants and everywhere. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know about you, but I don't normally get horny everywhere. <laughs> no, not everywhere. I mean, the fact that it could happen anywhere. I just think about dead puppies and naked grandmas or something. Start clutching I mean, your face, going, "Oh no, what's happening?" Oh, oh, God. <laughs> something else, something else. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's the way around it. <laughs> All right, I think this is the last question. Actually, <clears throat> what do you guys think? Is uh, is life short or is it long? And uh, if you got to control it, how long <laughs> should life be? If you got to control how long people live for, what would you set the natural dying age at? If you could. And this, mm. is, this is this so is this isn't for you. This is like for mankind. Like a question about like the lifespan to of people uh, to to successfully be happy with your lifespan. I don't know. That's actually a tough one. That's... I think life is long. Okay. As much as it seems like it'd be nice for us to have more time, we waste a lot of it. We definitely do, and we kind of take that. We take our lifespans for granted. If we were shorter, I'm sure. That we'd actually do stuff with our lives beyond just wasting it. And even when we when we reach old age, is that really living our lives to the best? We waste a lot of our youth and end up regretting it when we're not able to do the things we used to. Hmm. Like, so you, you think say, it's already fine, is what you're saying, though? I'd say, well, it also depends on what you mean by expiration date. Like, like, are you are you aging accelerate? Like, are you having like accelerated aging, or are you just gonna like die when you're in your fifties or something? Well, I mean, like, um, because hmm. there's it. a big difference. Like, if I'm gonna if, if I'm gonna be like thirty years old and that's my lifespan, but I, you know, I've aged as if I'm eighty. You know, like I don't. Yeah, that would really suck. Let's say, let's say the age would shrink with it. Yeah, let's. You're like. Uh, hypothetically God in this one so you get to set it back as far as you want if you set it to seven I mean people are gonna get just like dogs it's gonna kind of you're gonna get younger the okay older, so it's all, still all uh, within seven years right you are gonna go through that youth to old thing really fast okay that definitely changes things a little bit like yeah. you get to be decide where we die and when when old becomes old and what young is actually young so if we were to actually age in an accelerated fashion, then okay. I think it's more of a question of uh, not really individual self. And it's more of a question of what's best globally. Yep. Because then it's more of a population density question than it is, uh, would you live your life to the fullest? 
if we keep it as uh, you turn 50 and you feel healthy, but you just suddenly die because you reach that expiration date, then it'd be more of a, a personal thing. Yeah. People would be able to live out their lives and then go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. But then it also kind of brings in the question of what would that bang be? Would people, like knowing the cynicism of some people, like some people would go out skydiving, but other people would go out doing something heinous. Yeah, true I that. Think, I think a lot of <clears throat> That's true now. Yeah, definitely. Live fast, die young. You know, that's like a lot of people's philosophy. I think, I think the reason um, I don't, I'm not on board a hundred percent with I think what you said at first, because I feel like a lot of people, you know, waste their lives regardless of whether they're long or short. You know, a lot of people will go and do shit that they know is bad for them and and will probably get them killed early. Shit that like wastes their lives. That's not really important to them, but they're just doing it kind of for the thrill. You know, like. I think a lot of people don't really, they, they won't search for meaning in their lives regardless of how long they're going to live. I'd argue the thrill is their meaning, is what they actually want. Okay, I guess that's a fair point. And do you think if you threw those people the gift of like, immortality, they wouldn't do anything crazy? Do you think people like who live to thrill seek, do you think they, do you, what do you think immortality would have on them? You know, if you set the life expectancy to infinite, then people are just going to live as long as they died, you know, unnaturally. I think that would actually aggravate the fear of death for most people. Because I think immortality sort of... Make it worse? As as in people with ways about more. Because it also depends on what you mean by immortality. Are you talking about immortality as in infinite life? Natural aging goes away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm sure people would be a lot more lazy in that regard oh i agree 100 percent. yeah there's no more reason for you to go out and take risks anymore because you're like oh i've got this i've got the gift of like this eternal lifespan i gotta be careful and make sure i don't die from some accident or something and waste all that you know crazy because at that point life is much more precious precious yeah, much more valuable you people, can do I mean, more things with it and there's a lot more to lose well people say that about this life now you know because we have a short amount of time people think it's precious yeah I think the short amount of time is what also drives a lot of people to do a lot of things. Even if so, there is their life shorter, because people still die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, people say YOLO and then and then bungee jump off a cliff, you know? I mean, <laughs> it, it just really depends on who you are. Some people aren't so, they don't hold their life too preciously. And in that case, like, it's not explicitly a bad thing. They go out and do a lot of risky things, and a lot of them come out fine. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people, they, what's, what's the uh, saying? A lot of people, a lot of people are too afraid of death to truly live. Wow. I've heard, I mean, I don't think I've heard that one. It's, it's a pretty common I've heard that one. I don't think I've heard I don't hear, I live in a rock. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, so you're saying you would kind of leave the life expectancy where it is though. Like if you got to move this life bar, you're, you're saying you can leave it? Like, Maybe even shorter, honestly. Fifty, then. Is what yeah. You, yeah. I agree with that to an extent. I feel like as as people get to sort of the end of their lifespans is when they sort of, I guess, start having epiphanies about about life and finding out like what they truly wanted. You know, like the inevitability of death, seeing it coming at you, is what makes you go like, "This is." This is what my life was made up of. This is what was meaningful to me, um, and I don't. I don't think everyone has that. 
you know, because I think a lot of people do die young. So I, I think maybe it'd be nice to give people a little bit more extra time to have that epiphany. So maybe even extend the natural lifespan to like 120, 130. But then again, maybe people would delay having that epiphany because they're not reaching the yeah. end of their lives at the same time. That was as long as they have it, though, right? Yeah. I mean, like, as long as they have it. That was going to be my sort of counterpoint to that, was that you said they have that epiphany because death is looking in their face. Yeah. If it's if their lifespan is going to be 40 years older, then that's not going to come for a, for a while. I mean, who cares when it comes, as long as it comes, right? Yeah. Also, if, you know, if you're coming into 50, that means that well, that means I'm almost halfway done with my life. <laughs> you know, if we were cut to 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I feel like I'm going to die in like three years. Personally, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I haven't done that much yet, you know? Yeah. I mean, with these. Yeah, I still think I'd extend it a little bit. Well, let's, let's, let's uh, separate something for, for a second because obviously, if, if we all lived like way longer and our birth rates were the same, then Earth would get way overpopulated. Yeah, but if yeah. we, if we like hypothetically for, for the sake of, of the discussion of, you know, the progression of human life, if we ignore that for a second and just say that overpopulation isn't going to become a problem with that, okay. I would still extend the lifespans by about 20, 30 years. I like okay. the idea that we get a little bit more time to figure out what it is we're doing. Because some people, you know, maybe maybe for some people that epiphany is caused by death looking them in the face. But for other people, I think maybe they're looking for that their whole lives. And it'd be nice to give them a little bit more time to find it. Counterpoint: yeah. People are going to get used to that benchmark, and if someone else got to extend the date, even though they're living until one hundred thirty, they might be like, eh, another twenty or thirty years. And like, if people could keep shoving it back, if they could, you know. I personally don't think that way. I mean, that's because you live. That's because we live in a world where that's not possible for us. But if someone were born and raised with a one hundred thirty lifespan, you're like, that's normal. I want to move it twenty thirty years because you're saying that from you know your perspective. Right, but at the same time. You know, even though we can't do that, it's not difficult for me to imagine the hypothetical scenario that we can. I think it's a non-issue that we can't actually do that. Because I think personally, you know, I've been searching kind of for that answer my whole life. Like, what is what is going to give me that fulfillment? And I've never stopped looking, you know. And it'd be nice, the idea that I would just have, you know, some more time to do that. Because it's not like I'm, I'm delaying or, or, or lollygagging or, or wasting my life doing things that aren't going to help me find that. And I, I, I think that's true for a lot of people. I think most people are searching for that answer. Yeah. It also sort of depends. I'm bringing another factor in this. Where you're born. So some places, like the U.S., honestly, kind of spoiled in that we can think about our bigger purpose in life. And that's kind of a, I don't want to say it's a new development because it's been a debate that's been going on for a while. But some people, all they can think about is living. Mm-hmm. Their purpose in life is to keep the family farm running. And for cases like that, we could even look to the past where their their lifespans were a lot more short. And I can't say this for sure, but maybe they had their epiphanies at 30 rather than 80. Mm, that's true. I um, their life equals like more contemplation, more more growth. Yeah. Right? Maybe, maybe right. those people tended to live less fulfilled lives at the same time too. Though. Yeah. And fulfillment is the subjective term. It is. Like I sure said, is, some yeah. people think their purpose in life is to do do better things for the world. Some people live their lives thinking that they they are they're a servant of God. Other people live their lives thinking that all they want to do is have kids and then pass their 
their stories on to the next generation. Right. And some people want to leave behind a legacy. Some people think, I just got to get through the day and keep my family alive, you know? And some men just want to watch the world burn. Yep. It's about about sending a message. There are definitely people like that. And that's why it's kind of dangerous to say for sure how we should set the life expectancy and how that play or how aging progresses. You know what? We should set it to one year. I think everyone should get a year to just like... <laughs> we just live like one live. <laughs> we just live like... Conscious. Yeah. It's like one day, one fun day of you being perfectly healthy and an adult. <laughs> Next thing you know, you look in the mirror, your hair is turning gray. You're like, ah, shit. Imagine you can like the, see yourself aging. Imagine the growing pains. You know, oh, God. You baby. <laughs> your voice changes in 30 minutes. <laughs> That's great. Thank you guys. I want to end it on that question. Okay. Yeah. Great. I want to say thank you for being on. Awesome. Two listeners, I want to say thank you for tuning into this episode of 1000 Crazy Questions. The podcast, let me know by email, by Instagram, or now by Twitter. If you have any questions that you want me to add or to the list and everything, rate and follow the podcast, especially rate. That helps a lot. Whatever platform you're using. Again, that one specific site I mentioned is podchaser.com. And it's just a place to find podcasts. And that's the best place to rate. Nathaniel, Daniel. Uh, before we go, I want to handle the spotlight to you guys. And, you know, is there anything that you want to plug, and, like, social media-wise, or is there anything that you just want to tell the listener in general? Uh, not so much from my end, no. Yeah, don't, don't stash your pubes. Um, <laughs> treat your significant other as an equal. Don't hold them on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, love makes the world go around. Yeah. It's going to be the least. I'm what... doing the peace sign, by the way, just because you can't see it. Nice one, nice one. Not sashing your pubes. That's good advice. And uh, share this with your friends. Share this with your enemies. Don't drive and text. The car just gets in the way of texting. And everyone, stay safe. Thank you. As always, follow my music producer, Ominous, at BeatStars or SoundCloud.com.